he said. But where did you see her then, Matthias? I asked curiously, for I see you believe there are such beings as fairies and brownies. Well, shouldn't I believe what there's written in the scriptures, he said. Why, when the Lord banished the fallen angels, some of them went down below there, of course, and he pointed significantly downwards. But they who had not sinned over much are up in the air, under the ground, or in the sea. Besides, I have myself often heard them and seen them in the woods and glens about here. You must tell me something about them, I asked. We have nothing else to do while we walk along. If you care to listen to it, of course I shall tell you all I know, he answered, and commenced his story. Well, the first time I came across the Huldra, I was about eight or nine years old, and it was somewhere up on the main road between Bjarka and Mo. I had been on a message for my father, and was walking home along the road, when I saw a tall, fine lassie coming over the bogland on the right-hand side of the road. That part of the bog is very full of pits and pools. I recollect her now as plainly as if she were before me this minute. It was just as light as it is now. She had on a brown skirt and a light handkerchief over her head, and she had a knitting in her left hand. She was a pretty creature altogether, but she was walking right across the bog and didn't seem to mind the pits or the pools. She came along as if there were not any there at all. I looked at her now and then, but when I had walked some distance and got to a cutting in the road which hid her from my view, I thought it was wrong to let the lass go and trudge through the bog, and that I ought to run up on the bank and shout to her that she had gone astray from the road. Well, I did so, but there was nothing to be seen but the moon, which was reflected from every pool in the bog. And then I guessed it must have been the Huldra I had seen. Although I thought he had scarcely seen sufficient to satisfy himself that this was the Huldra, I kept my doubts to myself, as I could see that any objections on my part would not shake his belief, but only silence him. I asked him therefore if he had not seen similar apparitions on other occasions. Yes, of course I have. I've seen a great many things, and I've heard many strange noises and sounds in woods and glens, said Matthias. I've often heard talking, cursing, and singing. At other times I've heard such lovely music that I cannot tell you how lovely it was. Well, once I went out bird-calling. It must have been in the end of August, because the bilberries were ripe and the cranberries were just beginning to redden. I was sitting by a path on a tussock between some bushes, whence I could overlook the path and a little valley to which it led down, and where nothing but ling and heather grew. At the foot of the hill you could see the mouths of several dark caverns. I heard a grey hen cackling among the ling. I called and thought, if I could get a sight of you now, it would be your last cackle. Just then I heard something moving behind me on the path. I looked round and saw an old man, but strange to say, he appeared to have three legs. One of them hung and swung backwards and forwards between the other two as he walked down the path. But he didn't walk exactly. He appeared to be gliding down the side of the mountain, till he vanished in one of the darkest caves down in the valley. I was not the only one who had seen him. 
because directly afterwards, a grey hen came creeping out from behind a tussock, with her head on one side and her neck stretched out, looking cautiously in the direction of the old man. But then, you may guess, in another moment I had the gun up, and bang, there she lay, flapping her wings. So much for that. But another time at home in Lacker's Rood, it wasn't very long after I'd seen the Huldra walking over the bog. A Christmas Eve it was. My brothers and I were at play on the side of a hill, making snowmen and sliding down the slope on sledges. They used to say there were fairies in that hill, I must tell you. Well, we were playing and running about, as you know children can do. My youngest brother was only four or five years old, but he romped about and shouted and enjoyed himself thoroughly. It was getting very late, when all of a sudden somebody in the hill shouted, Go home!